All right, welcome back to Vecchio Daily. Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew, and J-Rod with you. We're going to dive into the Heisman odds here. Fortunately, in Virginia, I can't bet on this. I have to look elsewhere. But I can read um, some of the favorites off to you, and then um, in a second, maybe we can find some of the longer shots. So we've got C.J. Stroud at 2-1, to one, Bryce Young plus 350, Caleb Williams 6-1, to one, um, B. John Robinson 16-1, to one, Quinn Ewers, is that how you say that one? 20-1. to one. Um, And then... I think I'm going to look for some longer shots. So I'm, I think my guy Mario is going to be sending me some of those. But when you take a look at these, some of the favorites here to win the Heisman this year, is there anyone that jumps out to you? Because I was doing some research, guys. And where did that stat go? It was something like the, the last few winners were like 20 to 1 or higher mm. in terms of odds. Um, I need to find that exact stat, um, but it was interesting. So it, it kind of had me thinking, like, looking for a longer – here it is. Five of the last seven Heisman winners have started the year with 20-to-1 odds or longer. Devontae Smith, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Um, so – and then obviously we all know winning it two years in a row, not likely as well. So I'm curious if there's anyone that you like or have your eye on. I actually, I, I, I would certainly consider 16 to one more of a long shot given what we see with the top three favorites, a CJ Stroud at two to one, uh, Bryce Young is plus 350, Caleb Williams at six to one. I like Bijan Robinson, the running back for Texas. He was at 20 to one for a while. I actually got him at that price. Uh, he's down to 16 to one now. But, you know, if, if you look at where we are, I get it. It's mostly quarterbacks winning the Heisman. But what you got from him last year, what, 1,400 yards from scrimmage, 15 touchdowns, and a Longhorns team that's going to be improved. And this is an opportunity for somebody there. If you're looking at a long shot, somebody that's going to have a bigger role, get a real opportunity there at Texas. I, at 16-1, to 1, given that we just saw the, uh, the quarterback mold broken in 2020 with Devonta Smith winning the Heisman, there's an opportunity there for somebody like Robinson at Texas. At a longer, right? you said 20-1, to 1, you're, this is a little bit more in that range, obviously, sitting at 16 yeah. now, where – I think there's some there's some potential there for somebody other than a quarterback, and that's kind of what you have to look at. Yeah, I mean, listen, the last time we've had back-to-back -back Heisman winners, everybody knows it's Archie Griffin, 74-75. Mm -hmm. So for me, both the C.J. Strouds and last year's winner, Bryce Young, you almost wonder, like, how higher can they get? You know, because they're going to compare yeah. them to last year, and I think that's I think that's a factor. To me – even though it's a quarterback award, I think we've forgotten about Will Anderson Jr., the linebacker from Alabama. He's a 20 to 1. He's probably the best player in college football. He's probably going to be the number one pick next year. Goes for at you know, plays for Alabama. So he's got the pedigree there. Very Von Miller-esque is what everyone describes him as. To me, if I was going to go, uh, you know, off the board or or, or or change something to try to get some real value, I'm going to go with Will Anderson Jr., 20 to 1 for the best player in the nation. So I'm thinking something similar along your lines. Um, another Alabama player, a running back, Jameer Gibbs. You can find him at 50 to one if you shop around. I'm also seeing 30 to one. Um, but we see Alabama players winning this all the time. Um, and I don't think Young, who won the award last season, that hurts his chances to do it. Um, 
But I, I think this guy has a shot because they're going to be, I mean, he's the third candidate, you know, who could win the Heisman on this Alabama team. But <laughs> when you're on an Alabama, a Nick Saban team, like your chances of winning the Heisman just skyrocket. So if you're going to look yeah. down the board for more value, I mean, you look at Mark Ingram, Derek Henry, Devontae Smith, all won the award under Nick Saban. So I think, um, I, I like that, especially if you can find a good number like 50 to one to go Alabama running back Jameer Gibbs, because history has shown us that the guys who have 20 to one odds or longer tend to win this thing. Yeah, and, and I no, think interesting. The, the biggest thing for Will Anderson Jr., his biggest obstacle isn't necessarily the SEC. It's that there hasn't been a defensive player to win the Heisman since Charles Woodson, like 1997. TV was in standard definition back then. That's been it's been so long that, that, that we've seen it happen. So I think it's just breaking that mold, breaking that same oh, it's a quarterback award, uh, and I think Will can definitely do it. You know, something you brought up too, I think that's interesting when you're talking about you know best player in the country and in, in, you know a defensive player and Will Anderson and, and maybe his chance to get it when you've got Bryce Young who's already won it compared to last year. You could even go farther with we've got a. Great crop of young quarterbacks right now. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams are the three that obviously people are paying the most attention to. They're all going to also be compared to each other. And there's a chance there that everybody's micromanaging and looking at all the little details and putting a spotlight on those three, especially Bryce Young, compare last year to this year, and then compare them to C.J. Stroud, and then Stroud to Caleb Williams and all of them, where there's a point where they may cannibalize the the, the votes a little bit. I mean, it, it may be to the point where everybody's kind of looking at all the little minutiae of every single quarterback and finding ways to almost downgrade all of them where they lean at, you know, a running back like a Robinson, for example, which is why I kind of lean that direction there. It looked at him at 16-1. to 1, where He may stand out just so far above and beyond any other running back in college football that he – gets it's almost like the spotlight is brighter and he gets propped up more because of that because he's so far above everybody else if that ends up being the case versus the attention that you're going to get on the top three quarterbacks right there which is guaranteed because when you're a quarterback in college football or the NFL the spotlight is always brighter on them this this has a chance to at least right now and we know how this is this time of year versus in the past uh, this is the feels very wide open this feels like a very wide open Heisman right now yeah any, I know Mario has a thought. Um, he was texting me. Do you have a pick here for Heisman, Mario? Um, just some guy to look out for. Sean Clifford, I mean, he's been in college for what seems like 800 years. So he's got to see every single defense <laughs> in college football. He's due to have some type of breakout season. He's at Penn State, you know, Power 5 Conference, Big 10, arguably the second best conference in college football. That would be a guy I would watch out for to have a big year. The other guy to also watch out, it does make me sick because I don't like him as a head coach, but he does get the best of his quarterbacks, is uh, Jaden Daniels. 66-1, to 1, that's just a name I'd watch out for just in case if he does have a really big year. He's got the SEC. He's got a good offensive-minded coach, even though uh, he leaves a program, never tells his players anything, and gets absolutely killed in every playoff game he's in. But he does <laughs> tend to get his quarterbacks to be pretty good and does have them <laughs> held to a pretty high standard. So – those are just two names I'd watch for when you're looking for those big ones. But, you know, in all honesty, I do think it's Brian Young's award to lose. The As... Brian Kelly thing is interesting. Oh, God, here comes yeah. David. What does he have to say? Oh, what are do you, you got? Are you kidding me? As a 
<laughs> lifelong Penn State fan, Mario. You are absolutely insane for bringing up Sean Clifford. <laughs> absolutely insane. I can tell it was... I could tell yeah, his was, face. Your face said it all. I know. Was, I was just waiting due, for this. He's, he's due at some – I have a lot of friends I went to high school with him, and he's due at some point to just have an above-average year. He like, was he's got it. his he's junior year. Every he's been there 17 coverage. years now. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, at one point, you got to be due. No, I have to agree Crazy with – I have to agree with Nick – and uh, J-Rod, to be quite honest with you, I love Bijan Ro Robinson. I think he could, in, in the game that will tell whether Bijan is in this conversation, is week two against Alabama. <clears throat> if he mm -hmm. can play well there. You're a professional, uh -oh. and your phone is not on vibrate in, the, in a studio. Are you serious? I apologize. You, sir. We are I we are writing you up. This is a demerit point. You you lose points for that. <laughs> no, but I I agree with you. Week two is going to be the big teller for Bijan Robinson, uh, and then the linebacker from Alabama, Will Anderson, Jr. Oh my, the the things Beast. that that kid yeah. can do is unreal. So those are the two that I would I would absolutely lay a little money on for sure. But do defensive players win this award? That's the problem. Yeah, that's, I mean, that is seven the last time. I love Will I mean, Anderson too, but I just feel like uh, it's probably not going to happen for a defense. But maybe this is the year. I don't know. But I, you already do have some great offensive players on this list. So they'd have to all be complete garbage for a defensive player to win it, right? That's what it would take. I mean, listen, if he goes out there and completely dominates and looks like a once-in-a-generation type of player, then there's a chance. But Chase Young was seen as that, too. And then he didn't come close to winning the Heisman, and he was looked at as a once-in-a-generational player. And we'll see what he does in Washington because we haven't had a lot of that. But that's a whole other conversation for another day. I, I will say this. There is another name that I, I, I've kind of at least, like, peeked at before, and Braylon Allen, another running back over at Wisconsin. He's what, He was at 60-1 to before. So he's kind of in that range right now, depending on where you shop. But – he only had 12 total carries the first four weeks of last season. We know Wisconsin loves to run the football. He barely touched the football those first four games, yet finished his freshman year with 1,200 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns on just 186 carries. So the production with a limited sample size and limited opportunities was already number one running back type production. So there's an opportunity there for him at Wisconsin this time around, knowing they're going to run the foot. I know they've got a crowded backfield, but he's already established himself as somebody that should be their feature back, their number one guy there in Wisconsin. And and sitting in that range now of, of a clear long shot, there's an opportunity for him to start just putting up huge numbers, getting big opportunity at Wisconsin, and then all of a sudden you're looking at him drop down to like 15 to 1, and he's getting his name in the conversation week after week. Yeah, and I will say this just to put a button on Will Anderson. I think you're right. It's it's tough getting over that hump of defensive players don't win the Heisman. But when you yeah. play for Alabama, that's a game changer. It's it's. I think it's less what position you play more than you're playing for Alabama. And I granted, he's got Bryce Young in front of him in the Heisman talk. But if Bryce Young has an okay year, or if he has you know just a tick below his Heisman winning year last year, I think it opens up the door for Will Anderson easily. Anyone else further down the board, long shot wise, that sticks out that we haven't touched on? 
I've got my favorite. Uh oh, here comes Mario again. He's coming Ooh. in to throw a wrench and everything. Oh God. Here's a very, 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 very big long shot, but just for funsies, like might as well. One fifty to one, <laughs> but hear me out. His dad, Hall of Famer receiver, Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr. If you guys recall in the Rose Bowl Ooh. last year, they had a lot of receivers not play because you know they're going to the draft and don't want to get hurt. So he steps in. And he looked like he was a receiver going to the draft. He had six receptions, 71 yards, and three touchdowns. He absolutely dominated the game. And the whole time, all they were talking about is how high Ryan Day was on this player, how high everyone was mm -hmm. on him, and that he would be starting that year if you know they didn't have, what, two NFL first-round draft picks right in front of him. So if you want a guy that's just the biggest sleeper, I would say probably out there with – you know, a uh, father that's been in the league. Ah! Marvin Harrison Jr. Not, Here comes David. Not get him, David. Love uh -oh. it. Get him, David. He, he pulled the mic Wait over to minute. his face and was ready to go. Not even the best wide receiver on that team this year. Not even the best wide receiver on that on the team. Okay, and that's fine though, because that means you're gonna get the second corner against him every single time. It, it doesn't that. matter. The oh. other the other wide receiver is so so amazingly good that they they say he's even better than the two that got drafted in the first round this year. So I they like they're so deep at wide receiver they're at Ohio really State. Deep. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you if go. He wins. If he wins that award, I will. Um, oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. The beard comes off. I, I, that's not, I'm just going to stop talking. Yeah, you know what? If Gertz? he wins it, you shave your head like the picture they just put up there. You have to actually razor your head just like what popped up there. And by the way, every time the bald pictures of us pop up on the screen for everybody that's watching on Twitch and YouTube, it, it just – it sends us all into a tailspin. Like that, so I can't. Good. How am I supposed to react? If you're watching us right now, you see Mario with this creepy face and the bald head, and it's just, it completely disrupts any conversation that we're having. This is the best. I bit. think it's it's, so it's such a good bit. Gertz is on top of it. And anytime we say something stupid or crazy, and you just do the split screen with our He's bald it. picture, it it's amazing. Gertz, A plus today. How's the poll? Am I, am I catching up on the poll here? The bald poll? Am I doing okay? Yeah, Mario, give us an update on this bald poll. Right, well, I think you right only now. let it go till 11, so you didn't give us a chance to campaign at all. So thanks a lot for that, Mario. Now it's like we lost. We know Aaron's going to whoop us because she had the perfect pose and smile, and she made it, you know, she took it seriously while we were a bunch of dopes. So, yeah, I'm sure we're getting hammered right now in that poll. Yeah, Aaron won just so cleanly, 63.5%. Yeah. Nick comes in at 23.1%. J-Rod, 7.7%. And dead last, we don't really need to mention it. We have to go to break soon. I, I, I prefer to say yeah. 8%. Yeah. Who, who was dead last? Yeah. All right, you heard the music. I'm seeing Tom Brady connecting with Julio Jones already viral on the Twitter Ooh. machine. Lightning bets up next. Are we going to have some futures, some Heisman bets? Some Miami Heat bets, little MLB card. We'll dive into lightning bets next.